Hello and welcome to another episode of the Meet Me in Sacred Space podcast. I am your host, Lori A. Andros. This podcast is a place for you to press pause on the busyness of your day-to-day life. It is a place to discover your voice of inner wisdom, reconnect with your authentic self, and to become the courageous creator of your adventurous, vibrant, and spirit-filled life. In each episode, we will get raw and real exploring what it means to live a soul-led life. We will talk about sacred practices, ceremony, ritual, and dive into in the now, crystal wisdom and insight. Along the way, you will discover practical ways to bring the sacred into your everyday life. So grab a cup of tea, light a candle, get cozy, and let's dive in. Hey, hey, hello, sacred friend. I am Laurie Andrus, and welcome to this episode of the Meet Me in Sacred Space podcast. Hey, today we are going to talk about milestones, mile markers, and soul anniversaries. This is a theme that has been up for me all summer thus far. Now, okay, we're halfway through the the summer season. Today is August 1st. This is the midpoint of the summer season. Um, So as we've been, you know, in this season, though, I've been really noticing some significant um, or being called to reflect on some significant events that have unfolded specifically over the past decade. And I'll get into that as we sink a little bit further into the conversation today. But um, before we dive into that, I just, I want to check in. I want to just say, hey, how are you doing? Yeah, it's been a bit since we last connected. Um, My last episode, I think, was a conversation with my dear friend and colleague, Vanessa Sage, Um, what a great episode. Uh, she had a lot to share and really, it was a really deep and meaningful conversation. So I truly hope that you caught that episode. Um, since that time, I took a little bit of downtime, a little bit of in between space. Um, I find that the month of June and July, those two months tend to be a time when I feel called to go within And my soul just pulls me into um, a a little bit different energy. And I know it's it's summer and it's more of an expressive, expansive time. But the way my my body and my energy feels it is that um, I find myself delving a little bit deeper and doing some deeper inner exploration. And it's funny because I sat down to do this episode. Um, actually, I sat down yesterday to record. And as I sat down, uh, there was a beautiful haze on the lake. And um, I could hear the, the haunting call of the loons. And the loons have been really active in um, up at camp this summer. And I got curious, you know, what really was the message from Loon? I know different bits But in that moment, as I was preparing to begin talking about uh, milestones and soul anniversaries, and um, I was also reflecting on how this just really, this early part of summer, the early half of summer, is always a time where I find myself going deeper within. 
Well, I pulled up information um, online. I did a quick Google search. And what I found was a piece around delving deep within and gleaning deeper understanding about self and um, changing, like embracing like inner change and transformation without losing the very core of who you are with, you know, by, by staying true to who you are. And I think that's really a really important message, um, on the collective right now. You know, it's personal. Yes. Very personal because this is something that personally unfolds for me, but I really feel like, um, there've been, been many stages that I've moved through on the journey of transformation and, the piece that I feel is so important and the piece that I think um, is really echoing loudly in the collective right now is that the, the ultimate goal, the ultimate, you know, um, aspect of any transformational journey of any inner exploration is really embodying the deep true wholeness of self and allowing that to be fully expressed. And I think in many ways, um, you know, we've lived in a culture where we've had before and after photos, we've had (laughs) makeover, you know, makeover, the the great makeover um, theme, whether it's, you know, personal or, you know, health or um, wellness or home or whatever sort of makeover before after transformations are so um, highly, you know, marketed and publicized and shared. Um, and, you know, they're, they're beautiful. And I think there's a lot of value in those as well. But I think ultimately, the, the greatest makeover is the makeover of finding oneself. And I think when we realize, you know, that piece of finding oneself, it's, it's not about a before and after photo. It's about this deeper... Um, sense of contentment and knowing of self that holds significant meaning that is deeply fulfilling, deeply nourishing. And, um, and very often it's not about an outer change. It's about this inner, inner knowing of self that is so incredibly rich Okay, <laughs> there's my little tangent before we, before we dive into this conversation about um, milestones and mile markers and uh, soul anniversaries. So mile markers are, is thrown in here because, <laughs> because um, I feel like much, many of my summers are, um, are also noted, like the, the experiences that I've had are also noted by different travels and different journeys and stuff like that. And, um, this summer, Chris and I made a mile marker post in our yard, uh, while my family was up, we painted some boards. My dad made some, you know, mile marker boards and the family painted all the boards. And then, um, one of my friends brought up my, my paint pens and I took time uh, writing all of the different locations uh, that we wanted to write down. And we made this board, um, this, you know, like kind of post with all these different signs marking different places. But um, along the way, there's one specific marker that has really popped up for me. And it showed up 
um, last summer a little bit. Uh, it was in my awareness. But then early this spring, um, I did an interview with uh, Antonia Nelson for her podcast, Honor Your True Story. And um, along the way, she asked me a question about how we landed here, like up in, in the Northwoods, um, how we how we came to purchase this land, you know, all kind of some of those pieces. And that her, the way she was asking the question got me thinking and, and it just kind of stayed with me. It, it, the question around, um, that, that energy of why here, why, why here kind of echoed within me because I think if you had asked me a decade ago, <laughs> If Chris and I would have land in the North Woods, I would have, I would have looked at you with a blank stare. <laughs> it was so not on my radar. It was not um, something that was of interest to me. And I think at that time, my li- I perceived my life heading in a little bit different direction. Um, so let me just actually take this back a full decade because this is the, this year, this summer is a very significant soul anniversary for myself. And, um, and I, it's really only through looking back that I can see this point of pivot and how wonderfully it shifted the the direction of my life. And I think, you know, very often we have these moments, um, and this is what I'm talking about with, you know, the milestones and, and the soul anniversaries. There are moments that we have in our life where we make a choice, or we have an experience that echoes deep within our soul. It awakens something within us and it causes us to pivot. And the pivot at the time may feel small. It may feel insignificant. It may feel like a little crack that opens us up further to the wholeness of who we are. And in the process allows that part of ourselves to really emerge and be more wholly expressed. Often we don't notice this in the moment. Like we, we might, it might, um, something may really ping and be, you know, very profound in the moment. Um, something may feel like a bit of awakening. We may in the moment recognize that, oh my gosh, I see something about my life complete, like through a completely different lens, you know, there'll be something profound within the experience, but the awareness of how that's shifting the direction of our life doesn't really happen until we have the experience and we move through it and we have space and time and then can look back and recognize how the trajectory of our life has shifted. Perhaps we can call it, you know, the, the line of destiny that we were walking changed. It moved. We, we jumped lines of destiny. This is something that we talked about a lot when I studied shamanism, that we can have these moments where we see our life going in one direction and 
we open up in some way and we literally leap into a new path of destiny. And I think um, a decade ago in 2012, I think that is something that happened for me. And I want to share a little bit about this with you because um, for me, part of sharing it is honoring the experience. It's honoring and celebrating um, the way that it has shifted my life, but also I want to create awareness for you within your own life that the space to do a bit of reflection and celebrate those moments where you recognize you made a shift or a change that has allowed you to move forward in a new and meaningful way. Now, that doesn't mean that everything was all roses along the way. And like, and I guess in some ways it was right. You know, we there's the beauty of life is that we have success, we have failure, we have, um, we have obstacles, we have challenges, we rise, we move through them, we grow, we discover different aspects about ourselves. This is all about this is what life is. That's the beauty of like experiencing all those dynamic facets of life and being able to um, continue to celebrate and honor the experiences that we have. Okay, so here's, let me set the stage here. (laughs) So it is 2012. Now, if you um, were on a spiritual path back in 2012, you know that there was a lot of um, prophetic conversation around what is going to happen at, during 2012, you know, the change of times, the end of times, the big new beginning of times. Um, And in many ways, I feel like for me, there wasn't a big, profound new beginning that year. But um, I don't know that it had anything to do with, you know, the big prophecies so much as just the, you know, the marker for me. Um, But perhaps you notice this as well for yourself. Well, 2012, um, I was working with a mentor who invited me to take a little road trip and, um, and we kind of had this like little plan of something that I was going to create along the way. Um, so I set everything up. I scheduled this road trip. Now it, in some ways, this is not all that significant of a thing to have done. Um, I loved road trips. I traveled a lot. Um, I like did, there's a lot of stuff that I did, But the thing that was missing in my world, um, and I didn't fully understand this at the time, uh, but it was in my awareness on some level. Uh, When Chris and I got married, we had bought a tent and we just never used that tent. It sat in its box. Well, here it is. We had been married nine years and um, we, we just didn't camp together. We did travel, but we didn't camp. And camping is something that for me as a child was a significant part of my life. As a young adult, it was a big part of my life. And then it wasn't. It was a part of my life um, outside of my marriage in, you know, in some ways, but not, not within my marriage. And that felt a little sad to me. And I felt like, um, I, I guess it was something I really wanted to reconnect with and reclaim. 
So I scheduled this trip and it was two weeks on the road. I went solo from home to um, Bar Harbor, Maine, to Acadia National Park and drove back. And I camped all the way there and all the way back. It was just an absolutely wonderful trip on so many levels. Well, when I got back, somehow I was able to convince Christopher to join me for a um, a camping trip at, in the end of at the end of summer. So we scheduled time up in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan at uh, at a at a national park, um, Pictured Rocks National Park. And while we were there, something really big opened up for the two of us really big um he and I just we had a great time like it was just a great trip first of all but uh, many of the um, what I would call objections that Chris had around camping it was like we worked through them in that in that couple day trip and Chris was like, okay, okay, I get this. I can, I can do more of this. And it opened up that aspect, that way of us connecting and traveling and, you know, spending time together. And after that, we started doing much longer road trips, um, camping longer periods of time, stuff like that. And it just really shifted something for the two of us. In addition to that, one of our favorite places to camp became the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. And we really spent a lot of time up here. We hopped around, we visited a lot of different places. And um, ultimately, the area where we purchased our land, we, this, we, we found this area because we camped in this area many, many times. And it was one of our favorite areas to camp. In some ways, it felt very unexpected for us, and yet it felt so natural. Well, in addition to all of this fun um, <laughs> camping shift time way of spending time in nature and connecting with nature, um, this year also marks the ten year ten year anniversary from when I offered my very first online class. Can you believe that? 10 years, 10 years of online classes. Now I've been doing stuff online since probably, I think I had my first website in maybe 2005, 2006. Um, for sure by 2007. And then by 2009, I was selling jewelry online. Um, it's so much fun. You know, I think about how, how much, uh, the internet has shifted over these years and how much the, um, online world has shifted. It's really significant, but, but my very first class was a chakra crystal journey that I offered back in 2012. It was a 27 day journey where we went deep into each of the chakras as I was, as the summers unfolded and I've been kind of, you know, sorting through and going through old things, I actually came across all of the information from that class. And I was like, hmm, this is kind of cool. And looking back on it, I was like, wow, you know, that, 
that was really, it was, you know, I kind of laugh now because it was pretty primitive in that um, I didn't have any videos. It was really mostly PDFs. You know, <laughs> it's very different than what I offer now. But the fun of having started that and, you know, finding the courage to just offer that little that first little class really opened up the space for creating other offers and, and journeys and programs as, as well as creating the podcast and finding um, my own comfort in conversation and talking and teaching and sharing information and oh, so many different things. So this summer for me just feels like a really significant soul milestone kind of anniversary year. I truly never would have imagined that that summer trip, um, the solo one, and then followed up by the little camping trip with Chris up to the Upper Peninsula would have led to... Um, us purchasing this land, nor would I have ever anticipated that that super uber primitive <laughs> uh, online offering Chakra Crystal Journey that I offered back in 2012 would have led to the robust amount of content and programs and classes and meditations and um, yeah, things that have been created as a result. And you know, I think the thing that's really important is that um, we acknowledge and honor those pivotal moments that opened up the space for our becoming. And I think for me that those two events, those two things um, in that year opened up space to find to find that inner courage, to find that inner strength, to to embrace aspects of myself that I felt a little hesitation around, that I felt perhaps a bit of uncertainty or a um, little unsteadiness. I was a little wobbly within and really create that new foundation. In the sanctuary uh, last month, one of the big aspects and in the conversation was about allowing ourselves to expand and to grow in um, by allowing our the things that we've done in the past to be a part of our foundation to be a part of what we are building upon and I think very often we can look back and see things through um, through the lens of maybe where things didn't go quite in the way we wanted them to go, uh, maybe didn't go right, where we see them as um, a disappointment or a failure, or we have a little bit of judgment, or we wish something had, you know, turned out a little bit better or in a little bit different way. And we can hold that in a way, a manner of heaviness. But ultimately, around all of that, there is something that opened up for us that created the space for where we are right now. And it is through honoring these milestones and anniversaries that we have on our journey that we create a really steady, solid foundation for our becoming. So how do we do this? How do we recognize our, um, 
our growth? How do we recognize these milestones and these soul anniversaries? Um, one of the things that I really love to talk about, and this is something we've talked about in the sanctuary as well. Um, <laughs> the, um, and this is that tracking things, tracking, 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 paying attention and to paying attention to the different events that happen in our lives and recording them. Um, we can do this through journaling. We can do this through marking things on our calendar, um, but giving ourselves the space to to keep a bit of a reflection in our awareness, and you know, having things um, documented in in some way or another. For me, a lot of my recording and happens through journaling. Um, I am an avid journaler. I keep things, you know, recorded through many, many, um, many, many different ways. And I do also add things to my calendar. The other piece is to give ourselves a little space for reflection. Um, sometimes we just get like a little nudge. So along the way this summer, one of the things that prompted me to probe a little bit deeper into some of the experiences that I had in the summer of 2012 was that um, I'm a part of a, a, a group where um, one of the ladies was actually taking a road trip. Um, she happened to, on the first call that we were on, um, be in my hometown and she traveled a route that was incredibly similar. And then one week we get the next week we got on a call and she's talking about where she is. And then we get on the call the next week and she, she happened to be in all these places that were incredibly significant on that road trip that I took. Now, my road trip looked dramatically different than hers, um, but she, she brought up this random place that I, quite honestly, have never heard anyone talk about other than that I had a photo shoot there in 2012 on that road trip. And here she was at an event at this location. And um, that to me was like, wow, you know, that it, it popped up my, my little intuitive radar that said, hey, let's go and dig a little bit deeper. There's something more here to pay attention to. Let's explore this a little bit further. And I think this is where reflection is so powerful. It's where we take those little moments and we allow them to open the door for deeper insight, deeper understanding, and um, more connection. And that's, that's really what was happening for me as I was um, following, uh, following this lady on her road trip <laughs> through many familiar places. And yes, she did end up in in Maine. Isn't that hilarious? <laughs> oh, so um, another thing to do is to, once you've like, you know, really created some awareness around different anniversaries and stuff like that, the next thing to really um, bring into our awareness is to spend a bit of time honoring them, celebrating them. Um, and how do we do that? We can honor and celebrate through conversation, through talking about it. My sharing this with you is a manner of honoring and celebrating. I'm sharing story with you. I'm sharing wisdom and insight that was gleaned from those experiences back, you know, a decade ago. Um, that's, that's a manner of honoring and celebrating. 
but there are other ways that can be more personal. You know, this is quite public, right? But sharing this with my husband, he and I have been delighting in different memories that we've had um, from different trips that have all kind of guided us to this place of um, spending our summer up in the North Woods. And, you know, we've had lots of conversations, like different little things all the way, all, all the way. So sharing it in an intimate way, um, sharing with close friends and family can be really beautiful. Other things I really enjoy doing is taking it to ceremony, honoring the experience and the awareness and the gifts um, in a ceremony. And sometimes I'll find that perhaps there's a bit of sadness or a bit of disappointment that has shown up along the way. Um, things that maybe didn't quite go in the direction that I thought they would. And I feel disappointed by them. I'll bring those to the ceremony and honor them. Just let them go. Become a part of my foundation in a way that is honoring. Yeah. It's so important to really have um, have that celebration and honor of our experiences of life. I think this is something that's missing in our modern culture is this ceremony, reverence, sacred honoring of um, meaningful moments, meaningful experiences, and the anniversaries of those meaningful moments. I think that's where uh, ceremony is such a big, um, has so much potential um, for us to weave into our daily lives through sacred practice and sacred sacred celebrations. So um, the third way that I have, or actually I have two more ways written down here. Um, the third way is to do something like honoring it on your altar, adding something to your altar that acknowledges that. Um, for me, I, I have a mug that I bought at Acadia National Park on that trip. And this mug has traveled with me everywhere sense. It comes on road trips. It comes on plane trips. It comes um, in my car. Just it's, it is the mug that I bring everywhere and I use all the time. Um, so that is a big thing that uh, is a part of my remembering and honoring the significance, the pivot, and the way that that changed the direction of my, my life. Um, the way that trip shifted the direction of my life. Uh, and then the last one is to do something special. I think we all have different ideas and feelings around what that means to do something special. And I think every anniversary or milestone or mile marker on our life journey calls for a different way of celebrating and honoring and that something special calls for something different. For some of us that may be going out and picking a gorgeous bouquet of flowers and bringing that into our home, it may be traveling back to a specific destination, taking a celebration sort of journey. For me, something special is creating this podcast and talking about these experiences. Um, it could be cooking an amazing dinner, having a wonderful, you know, little celebration with, you know, a close friend or group of friends. Tune in for yourself. Notice what is the way that um, your soul wants to honor, 
celebrate, acknowledge that milestone in your life. Remember, it's significant. It's sacred. It was a part of the path that opened up for you. It's part of what created who you are now and the journey you're on and your continued becoming. When we are at a place of love and compassion and acceptance and celebration and receiving and honoring and, <laughs> and at peace with the many facets of our, our life journey, of our past, that is when we create space for all that wants to be birthed and created in our lives. Remember, my friend, you are here to create lots and lots of magic to bring beauty and joy and celebration and new life into the world in whatever way that is for you. Celebrate your path. Celebrate your experiences. Thank you for joining me today. And I look forward to connecting with you again for our next episode. Until then, shine brightly. Bye for now. You are sacred, and you are living in truly sacred times, times when all of life is inviting you to grow, expand, and be an active part of dreaming a new world into being. As you move through this sacred time, you are passing through a portal of becoming and being called to stand in your fullest expression, an opportunity to go deeper within, to spend time nourishing your inner worlds and to deepen your relationship with you. Join crystal shaman Lori Andrus for a year-long journey where you will sink into sacred space, ceremony, and soulful reflection. The Sanctuary Circle is a sacred space to nourish your soul.